T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When I'm in the role I'm in, you have to be able to um, understand where, where people are coming from and how they react or, or don't react. And that's not, again, it's, I was there to watch my son play a football game. I was there to be a dad. You know, it's pretty, it was a pretty cool time. Did you hear the fire in the at the high school game? I, I didn't. That's kind of, kind of a little deep, a little too deep. I, I didn't, I did not hear that. So, um, but I, I thought, uh, you know, there were some, some kids, some youth, youth football kids after the game from their school that came and uh, were asking for some pictures and hanging out. And I'll tell you this, uh, every one of those kids said please and thank you. And I've been to a lot of baseball games over the summer, and there's not a lot of that going on. So I, I can say with the one thing they can be proud of is they got young kids right now that have respect. Good job by Matt Nagy to answer that question. I, I, I don't know if he – maybe he did hear it, but – to deal with what he is dealing with right now in every way, shape, or form when it gets personal right that right there, that's just a bunch of crap. <laughs> I wish I could swear right now, because I would. Uh, but yeah, that's like chanting fire naggy at his kid's high school football game is just it, that, that's awful. It's heartbreaking. It is. Like I I I just I squirmed when I saw that you know um you know everything else is like there's a lot of stuff you know that is that is open game when it comes to head coaches and they probably get a lot more crap than than they should just because it's it's yeah it's sports talk radio we're all we're all on top of all of these guys but I think we all know that that's taken it uh, many steps too far. Uh, I'm Mark Grody here with you until 9 o'clock on the score. We have been talking Bears all night, and we will continue to do that in about 20 minutes from now. Herb Howard, Bears beat reporter from the Bigs, will be on with us to uh, discuss what has gone down today. And again, it, it all started with this morning from Mark Conkle of Patch.com that Matt Nagy will coach his last game for the Bears on Thanksgiving in Detroit. That was his report, and um, that was, to some degree, debunked today, at least by Matt Nagy, who said that the story is inaccurate. We will hear Dan Bernstein's interview with Mark Conkle in in just a little bit. Um, I wanted to take a couple of calls right now, especially from Steve in Peoria, because Steve has been that's a delightful song by the way the Peoria song I love the Peoria song and I worked in Peoria for two years it's Steve in Peoria hi Steve you're on the score Peoria hey Mark great to talk to you quick question for you even if they fire Nagy why do we have any hope 
that they will get it right. We've got Ryan Pace, who has uh, the coaching, I think, is even more important than a first-round pick. And he hasn't been good on the first-round picks for the most, you know, 50-50 maybe at the best. And now you're going to expect him to get another coach after he just got the last one. <laughs> and uh, with uh, also, why doesn't uh, George McCaskey have some real other football minds? I know it's been talked about on the score to have some other football minds to advise him as to whether he is being BSed by uh, Ryan Pace on the uh, next pick. Steve, um, I think, you know, to answer your first question, why do I think or why would one think, I think is what you're, you're saying, why would one think that they would get it right? And, and the only answer to that, Steve, is that eventually they have to get it right. And, you know, organizations, franchises, and all sports go through some bad periods, whether it's because of coaches, whether it's because of players, whatever the case may be. There was a certain Chicago baseball team that won a World Series in 2016 after 102 years of nothing. So it's like the, the only answer, and I know that's not a very satisfying answer, Steve, but eventually they will get it right and they have to get it right. What was the other question, Steve? That was about why doesn't George McCaskey have some other football mind advising oh, him right. as to whether Ryan Pace is making a good decision. Yeah. I know other people have talked about yeah, it. I, that, now that... I would even say like Owen Cruz would be a great one <laughs> oh, yeah. to advise him that say, wait a minute, you know, and even question Pace about his uh, theories or whatever about why he is choosing that person. Yeah. Well, no, I, I agree with you, and I think a lot of people agree with you. I mean, the more football people, the, the barrier. I don't know why they they have not added more to it. There's, I can't answer that question, and I absolutely do not want Olin Krutz to take that role because then we wouldn't have his radio magic here and his wonderful insights, and I wouldn't get to talk to him before every game on the radio on the score. Look, we it took a while for us to get Olin Krutz on our side of this thing. You know, It wasn't always pretty for reporters when Olin Krutz was on the other side. I am not ready to let that go. I do not want to lose that, so I think it's fun. When, I mean, it's, like, it's a great compliment to Olin Krutz, and I've seen other people say, you know, get get Tom Thayer in there and Patrick Manley and, and things like that. But you know what? These guys are really good at doing the media, so leave them alone. They are ours. Keegan in Rock Island. You're yeah. on the score. Um, yeah, I was calling. I was really wondering. Uh, looking like Maggie's already somewhat um, the decisions made within the building, whether it's this before this game or after Thanksgiving, Regardless, um, do you really think that the decision with pace, I know everyone always likes to clean house completely, um, or do you think it's more nuanced of like, depending on how the rest of the year unfolds with the team, of how they evaluate this year's draft? Say, uh, whether it's Jenkins comes back and say, Borum plays great, um, uh-huh. and it may look like, hey, we trust him building into next year with a new head coach. Yeah. And I was wondering what you guys' thoughts on that are. All right, Keegan, thanks for the call. Um, I mean, look, I know that they. They love they love Ryan Pace, and I think they love Matt Nagy for that matter. So I think that they are looking for reasons to keep both of them. I think they've run out of reasons to keep Matt Nagy. I don't know if that is the same case with with Ryan Pace because I think that they do look at this this quarterback as a a good move. Like I think that that's it has been you know wholly supported 
by everybody. And yeah, Matt Nagy has definitely made mistakes, but probably about the same mistakes as an average, you know, GM if you really zoomed out and we are in the Bears bubble so I can understand critiques of Ryan Pace for sure. Um I don't know. It it does seem like Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy have been uh, one, and maybe to their own fault with all the collaboration talk that we all like to make fun of. I understand that, but at, at every opportunity, whether it's Ryan Pace answering a question or Matt Nagy, they always talk about how close they are. How about they talk every day? They, you know, they both have input. You know, Matt Nagy has input. It is widely believed that. Matt Nagy was, you know, the the final say or the final vote for Justin Fields, that Justin Fields was his guy. It seems like these two guys walk in lockstep. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they both go out the door together, but I do find it hard to believe that Ryan Pace would be the one to fire Matt Nagy, that, that while it technically would be his decision, the way they talk, I'd be really surprised if that was if he was desirous of doing that or had any any want of that, but he would let the powers above him maybe nudge him along. But again, don't know. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number. Um, from the two one nine. Why do we keep acting like it's adults chanting? Wasn't it students? Yes, it was. It was students. And if I didn't make that clear, then shame on me. But yeah, it was students in the Lake Forest student section that were chanting fire naggy. So yeah, that is that is very clear. It doesn't mean make it any less hurtful, uh, quite frankly. Yeah, they're they're immature. And I think we have all come a long way from high school in terms of our brains. Uh eight one five, just tuning in and have one question for you, Grody. Why didn't a team official come out and squash the rumor thanks in advance? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, my my best guess is that there is some form of truth to it or what Kevin Fishbane was saying, and that is that they don't want to address every single little rumor because that obviously sets a nasty precedent if you are the powers that be with an organization that you have to come down every single time there's a stupid rumor. Um, and at this point, we don't know if that's what it is. You know, a credible reporter – um, and the jury is still out, I think, on whether or not it is a, a credible report. Let us, and to that end, why don't we do this right now? Um, just about five minutes ahead of having on Herb Howard from the Bigs to talk more Bears. He was out at Hallis Hall today. I want to let you hear from, from Mark Conkle from Patch.com. He is the one that had the, the report. Again, I, I'm not sure if it's in the interview, but Matt Nagy, he said that Matt Nagy will coach his last game for the Bears on Thanksgiving in Detroit, a top source with knowledge of the decision told Patch.com that Nagy was informed of his pending post-Turkey uh, Day termination on Monday. That's what the source said. Dan Bernstein of the Bernstein and Rahimi Show had Mark Conkle on today. Here's exactly what it sounded like this morning. Mark Conkle writes for Patch.com. The former Sun-Timesman and Pulitzer Prize winner joins us. On the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mark, hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, doing well. Um, the timing of this and the way this is being handled is uh, interesting to me. What more do you know about this particular, the structure of this decision? Why one more game on national TV for Negi as a lame duck? You know, I, I can't really read the mind of the Bears. I don't think anybody can. Um, and obviously I'm not a reporter who, like, you know, like you guys are in the locker room and with the team every day. This kind of just fell in my lap. But it's a very good source. 
And, um, uh, you know, so there's a lot of reasons that it makes sense. I mean, five-game losing streak, you know, you know fans uh, chanting fire Nagy at Bears games. And also I heard at, you know, Lake Forest High School where Nagy's kid goes to school. Um, you know, and this year the, the Bears team to, you know, in my opinion, you know, caved the public pressure. I mean, you know, it's an important year for them. They announced, you know, their plans to possibly move to Arlington Heights and everybody wanted Justin Fields to play as soon as, um, you know, Andy Dalton uh, tweaked his knee and, you know, that's where we're going with this. And, you know, the, you know, after the last game as a Bears fan, you know, some of the questionable coaching decisions kind of put it in the forefront, you know, especially towards the end of the game when he had to burn a timeout because he couldn't decide whether to go for two or kick the extra point. So there's, there's a lot of circumstantial stuff there, but, you know, I've got a good source on this and, you know, I'm pretty confident in it. I don't think anybody's debating that uh, whether or not it is the right move. I think everyone after that game agreed that it was over and it was going to be over. And everyone knew, I think Nagy himself probably knew that it was uh, a matter of when and not if. But for the Bears, the fact that when is sooner rather than later is newsworthy in and of itself. The next question that, that I have is... At what level of the organization was the decision made? Because in a, in a healthier organization, you would have an executive in charge who is about to go hire his coach. And there are some who believe that Ryan Pace, the ostensible leader of the football operation, isn't on particularly solid ground himself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I don't cover the Bears day to day, so I, I really couldn't get into the minutia like that. It's a good question, but you know, you know, as a Bears fan, you know, I want them to win. I want them to go to the playoffs, and you know, well, the situation that we have this year with with Nagy, and you know, ever since the double dark, it's been a downward decline, um, and you know, it just seems like, you know. Uh, you really can't tell what the Bears are going to do. You know, all of a sudden they're going to move to the suburbs. And, um, you know, they've got a, a high-quality rookie quarterback um, that's injured now, um, you know, playing in games when he's got a long future ahead of him and the season seems to be lost under Nagy. So, you know, there's a lot of speculation on that front. But, you know, hopefully we'll get more answers. I was just going to ask, what's next from your perspective? You mentioned that this story sort of fell in your lap. Is there is there more to be done from this source? Is there more to be cultivated? And I don't know how you and your bosses go about deciding what you know rises to the level of reporting it with this kind of confidence. You know, it, this is just one of those things where you know it's it's going to it's it's going to unfold the way it's going to unfold, and I think that we're you know. Um, Usually, um, Nagy doesn't talk to the press on uh, on Tuesdays, but I think because it's a short week, maybe um, reporters will get a chance to talk to him today. Hopefully, that's the case. Do you think it's possible? And, and again, this maybe I'm 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 asking what you I, I don't know what you have been told by a source that isn't okay to divulge. But now, that the fact that this is out now could accelerate the timetable. Could it not? I mean, if he's supposed to speak today, my my gut feeling tells me we're not done with this. The timeline of this story shifting right now because you broke this. That this may have been something the team didn't necessarily want out. Well, I'm sure they didn't want it out, you know. Um, and um, you know, the timeline, you know, that'll be up to the Bears. Um, and you know, I really don't know how to answer that one. Really, I mean, I, you know, hope it, 
you know, this is the this is going to be the dominant conversation whenever they do, whenever the Bears, you know, um, have a press conference, and um, you know, with all the reports of you know Nagy, you know, losing the locker room, you know, the five and zero loss, questionable coaching decisions. Um, you know, he stopped calling plays halfway through the season, quarterback controversy, um, you know, the deck's stacked against them. So, um, you know, and it's, you know, we've got a short week with, you know, Thanksgiving game. Um, you know, you bring in a new head coach now, you know, he's got short time to, to, to be with the team uh, after Thanksgiving. There's 10 days before the next game. So, you know, that maybe that plays into effect, you know. Uh, in my opinion, it probably could. But, Mark, appreciate the time, and thank you for uh, for completely disrupting uh, the workday of everyone who uh, covers the Bears in Chicago today. Thank you very much for joining us. All right, there it is. That's uh, again Mark Conkle from Patch dot com on with Dan Bernstein. He's the one that had the the report that Matt Nagy will coach his last game for the Bears on Thanksgiving in Detroit. And Matt Nagy said to us today, when we all did pull up at Hallis Hall and gathered into the press room, he said that that is in accurate so that there is where we stand as far as matt Nagy's job status let's get more on this after a quick break i'll bring in herb howard from the bigs bears beat reporter for them i'm mark grody this is chicago sports radio 670 the score this is sports radio 670 the score and 670thescore.com chicago sports station i believe i'm the starter in this league i coming in this year that's that's what i was that's what i expect to um you know the type of player that I am, and the type of player that I've been throughout my career. You know, I've, like I said, I've started every year that I've been in the league, minus last year going into it, but still got to play a lot last year. So, um, so yeah, I mean, my focus isn't on what's going to be going on after this year, after this game. All kind of my whole focus is just doing, being the best quarterback, being the best you know player that I can be to help this team win on Thursday. That is indeed the, the Bears' starting quarterback for this Thursday, Andy Dalton. He will start against the Lions in an 11.30 kickoff. And have our full pregame, and here on the score, I'll be doing the postgame, and we'll see. We will find out at that time if Matt Nagy is still indeed the head coach of the, the Chicago Bears. But, uh, yeah, there's Andy Dalton at the, the podium today, along with a few other players and Matt Nagy and some of the coordinators. And, you know, the, every everybody had to take their turn answering a question about Matt Nagy and uh, what kind of command he has of the locker room and uh, – you know the 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 dregs of going through what he is he is going through. I'll bring you more of that in in just a little bit. But I want to keep talking to my friends from Hallis Hall, and uh, one of them is Herb Howard of the Big Sports, and he joins me now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. What's going on, Herb? How are you, man? Brody, what's going on, brother? I'm good. How you feeling? Oh man, it has been a a long day. I am happy to be talking on the radio, but I'll, I will, I'm not going to lie to you, Herb. I'll be happy when it's nine o'clock and I'm walking home, get a little something to eat, and just let the couch seduce me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I don't blame you. It's definitely been a long, long day. A lot of interesting news from the first thing this morning. But I tell you what, though, it broke the, broke the monotony. It's been getting real monotonous <laughs> around Alex Hall for the past five weeks. Losing five games in a row, you hear the same answers to the same questions, and it's like it was kind of good to get something different. It was it was 
certainly different from what we expected this morning, but definitely a long day. Yeah, and uh, well, let's start with the the report this morning, again, from Mark Conkle of, of Patch.com, and I, I will read it word for word just with the benefit of people listening right now on the score. Matt Nagy will coach his last game for the Bears on Thanksgiving in Detroit, a top source with knowledge of the decision told Patch. Nagy was informed of his pending post-Turkey Day termination on Monday, the source said. Close quote. Um, and now this is me talking. We we spoke to Matt Nagy today. He said the report was was inaccurate. So what did you think when you when you first saw the the story on Patch.com? Um, I, honestly, I, I, I kind of had mixed re- thoughts about it because, you know, first of all, it's a very audacious comment to make. If you're going to make a report like that, I would certainly have to believe he has some kind of factual basis to make that kind of report. It's very audacious to do so otherwise. That being said, it still kind of seemed um, interesting that they would choose to make that choice and then still have him go through and coach this week and that he would agree to kind of go through that whole entire process. The whole thing just kind of seemed a little bit strange to me until – Matt Nagy came to the podium at Hallis this morning and just hearing him speak, he kind of sounded like a man who is resigned to the fact that the end is near. Yeah. Um, just the way he answered some questions, he could have easily kind of put that thing to bed. I know he said it was inaccurate, but that could just kind of be referring to anything within the, in, within the statement <laughs> itself. Sure. Um, he had the opportunity to say, you know, have you, has anybody given you assurance that, that you will be here past Thursday? And he couldn't confirm that. And so I think that, you know, a lot of the things that he said kind of led me to believe well, maybe there is something to this report that we heard this morning, whereas on my way to Hallis Hall, I was like, I'm not so sure this is a real thing. But after hearing Nagy, I, I can't rule it out. Did you think we were going to hear from somebody above Matt Nagy today? Only if it was true. Yeah. <laughs> only only if it was true, then I expected, you know, we would kind of be expecting uh, Matt Nagy to come walking in, and then here comes Ryan Pace or Georgia, whomever it may be. Um, that wasn't the case. And so, again, it kind of led me like, okay, well, maybe that's not really the case. But as he continues to answer more and more questions and or at least respond to more and more questions, he didn't really answer any of them. But as he continued to respond to them, it seemed, again, to me, like he kind of feels like the end may be approaching. Do you think it's true? <clears throat> no. I, I, I guess right now I would still kind of lean towards no, probably 60-40 no. Um, again, when I first heard it, I probably would have said 90 to 10 no. But after hearing him, I kind of started leaning the other way a little bit. But it's so unlike the Bears to make a decision like that in the middle of the season. Right. And then just to have him say, okay, we're going to fire you on Thursday right after the game, but get us through this short week again. It's like, who would agree to that? And why would you choose to do that? <laughs> um, and so that, that, that part of it just didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me when I first read the report. But just, just, again, hearing how he responded to some of the questions that he received from the uh, beat writers in the, in the press conference today, he just didn't sound – because that's a, that's a report that's very, very easy to kind of just shoot down if it's completely right. false, right? You can say inaccurate and kind of nitpick the statement itself, but if it's completely false, that's something that you can kind of easily shoot down. Or Ryan Pace would show up and say, hey, that's not true, right? Um, neither of those things kind of happened, and so to me – it leaves the door open for this being a, a real possibility. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the camp of anything is possible. Yeah, I, I would say 
smaller chance after today that it's going to happen after Thanksgiving. But I can't, I can't sit here and say, I, I, hey, man, I got my antenna up. You know, I might. I'm doing Bears post on on uh, Friday, and I I am. You know, I, I think it's possible that we're talking about it. Um, I, the way it sounded today, it it could be later in the season or the end of the season. Let me ask you this though: if if it's not after the Detroit game. Do you think it could still happen in season, or do you think that that if if he makes it through this, that would connote that the the Bears are going to stick with their apparent philosophy to not fire coaches in season? Yeah, I think if he makes it through this week, then he probably makes it through the full uh, seventeen game schedule. It just makes sense. It's not like they have a head coach in waiting that they kind of want to see is this our guy going forward. Maybe they do, and we just don't know about it. Um, so I, I think that if he makes it through this week then he probably makes it through the rest of the season. Again, it's not like the Bears to make a decision like that mid-season. They've never done it before. And so I, I would kind of assume, you know, that he would make it through the rest of the season. But I, I really don't know. I know you said that, you know, as the day went along, you kind of felt like the story was less true or less likely to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, for me, it was kind of the other way around. When I first heard it, I almost dismissed it. Like, no, that's not really going to happen. The Bears aren't going to do that. It just didn't make sense to me. But as the day went along, I was like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, were you in there for Allen Robinson today for his uh, presser? I was. I was. Okay, because, yeah, I, I was nigh to duck out during that, but um, heard a little bit of it on the score. And, again, for people listening, the, the reason why Allen Robinson was in the spotlight for something other than playing football is because his podcast mm-hmm. partner, <laughs> Jordan Schultz, reported that Mm-hmm. Overwhelming number of Chicago Bears players want Matt Nagy gone. What do you think of that? And and for the record, Allen Robinson basically said that Jordan Schultz didn't do him any favors. And in, in, the indication is is that Allen Robinson was not a a source or not involved in any of the players telling Jordan Schultz that the locker room sucks right now. Yeah, A. Rob was emphatic that that did not that that did not come from him. He was not one of the players that. Uh, Schultz was referring to, uh, he said that he and Jordan would have a conversation about that or had had a conversation about that because it put him in a tough spot to kind of have to uh, defend that or, or or at least speak to it in some way. And so um, I think that, you know, it's a tough situation to put Allen Robinson. I think that Jordan should have kind of throw, thought that through. If, if Allen Robinson wasn't one of the guys, he should have known that that connection would have been certainly made to A-Rob. Um, and so I think he did, he did kind of put Allen in a in a tough position, but Allen was very, very clear. He said, listen, as long as I've been here, if I've had something to say to you guys, I've said it to you straight from me, not through any back channels, not through any leaked sources or anything like that. I've said it. And he said, I'm a, he said, I'm a man and, and I would speak up for it. If it was me, I didn't say anything like that. And so um, I got to say, Allen Robinson had his word on that. It, it, as far as the rest of the locker room and yeah. how many players really want um, Matt Nagy gone. I don't know. Obviously none of them are going to come to the podium and say that we, we, we spoke to Andy Dalton. We spoke to Sean Gibson in addition to a Rob and all of them said, no, we, we enjoy playing for Matt Nagy. And he has not seen to, uh, it doesn't seem that he's lost the locker room. Those were their words. Um, and so, you know, at this point, all you can do is kind of take them, take what they're saying on face value. But I think at the end of the day, whether you like the guy or not, um, it's about production. It's a production-based business, and the Bears simply have not been producing. Um, we talked about making progress coming into this season. You can't say going from 8-8 eight eight to potentially, I don't know, somewhere around 5-12 and 12 maybe. Um, you can't view that as progress. And so I think that's a really, really hard thing to defend. And whether the report from this morning is accurate or not, um, I think losing to the winless Lions is a fireable offense regardless. So if, he, <laughs> if they lose and they get fired, it may turn out to be true even if they weren't connected. 
<laughs> yeah, lo- losing to the Lions is its own entity for all teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you gotta look. You gotta look in the mirror if that. Well, and it's gonna happen. So the Lion. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to happen. I mean, maybe they're maybe they're no, maybe they're oh sixteen and one. Who knows? I and mean, it, it, yeah, it's it's possible. So I, you will be possible. the. You're going to be the first guest that I'm, I'm going to ask this question to tonight. Then, um, okay. do you think the Bears will beat the Lions on on Thanksgiving? Yes, I'll say yes. Okay. I think I think the Bears will go up there and 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 somehow manage to walk away with the win. I mean, even last year in Detroit, it took the Detroit Lions running back dropping a touchdown pass in the end zone for the Bears to walk away victorious. So I think maybe they'll find a, another way to kind of walk away victorious. But there's a lot going on. You know, whether the reports are true or not, the inability to kind of um, uh, dismiss it um, in, in totality, I think there's a lot swirling around that team right now on a short week. I think maybe the short week kind of benefits them. They don't have to kind of deal with this thing over the course of an entire week, just a couple of days in terms of media avail- availability. And so maybe the short week kind of helps them. Um, I think they'll find a way to just put up just enough points and the defense will play just well enough. So I think the Bears will probably walk away victorious, and then we'll see uh, what happens after that. Well, and I think another thing, too, is you know Andy Dalton probably probably was not thinking he was going to get another chance to play this year, and you can't ever yeah. just negate injury or not account for that. But So he's going to quarterback, and he again knows – that this is it for him with the Bears, and his goal is to, as he said, he thinks of himself as a starter. He wants to start for an NFL team next year, so he is auditioning. So if we're really talking about you know whether anybody cares at this point, whether or not the Bears win the game, you will have a fully motivated, on his best behavior, wanting to do great things Andy Dalton in that game on Thursday, won't you? Yeah, you will. He'll be highly motivated. And Andy Dalton is an extremely confident guy. We've seen that every time we've had the opportunity to speak to him, regardless of you know his player productivity on the field. He's always um, presented himself as being very, very confident in his abilities. And you know he's handled the situation well, but he's made no bones about the fact that he feels like he's a starter in this league. And so I think he'll certainly go out there and play to the best of his ability. That being said, we've got a decade-plus sample size of, of what Andy Dalton and who Andy Dalton is as a football player. Right. And so I think that the, the ceiling still remains the ceiling for Andy Dalton. I think that's ultimately why uh, Matt Nagy and the coaching staff decided to go with Justin Fields. I think that they understood that Andy Dalton is probably a guy who can consistently get you 20 to 24 points in the game. And with their Bears defense, maybe that's enough to win a majority of their games. But I think they were kind of looking at Justin and the pressure was mounting and they say, well, his ceiling is much higher than 20 points a game. Maybe his floor is somewhere around 10 points a game because of the rookie learning curve, but his ceiling is much higher, and that's the gamble that they took. Um, hasn't worked out in terms of wins and losses, but I think that you'll certainly get Andy Dalton still performing in that kind of range, and I think it'll give the Bears the opportunity to win a game, you know, 20 to 17, 20 to 16, somewhere around there, and I think uh, they'll find a way to get it done up in Detroit, and, and we'll see what, what comes thereafter. Yeah, no, it's such a great point too about you know why why they put just because I mean it's possible I wouldn't put my money on this. It's possible that Andy Dalton will have had a when it's all said and done will have had a more successful career than Justin Fields. But that's just it. That would, that would be bad. That well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. I mean, I think uh, I don't well, know. Andy Dalton, you know, Andy Dalton's going to play another ten years in this league. You know that, right? He could. Yeah. 
I, th- I mean, he, he could he could live that life, man. I mean, uh, God bless him for seemingly not wanting to do it that the the Chase Daniel way and and earnestly wants to continue to be a starter. But I understand the yeah. point is is that higher ceiling, obviously, for Justin Fields, he has a chance to be great or even elite, and that's something that Andy Dalton never had a, a chance to be. That's, that's exactly right. So I think that, you know, as Andy Dalton continues to try and put, you know, his best tape out there and, and kind of make his case for 31 other teams or maybe even for coming back again as a backer for the Bears, even though he's faded the goal as one to be a starter. Well, listen, I think that at this point, if Matt Nagy has any chance of, of saving his job, then he's got to eat his, his, he can make his case that either there's clear evidence that Justin Fields is progressing in this offense. Yep. And if he's doing that clearly, then you do not want to reset his clock going to make sure. That's the argument that Matt Nagy can make if the trajectory for Justin is clearly on the incline. Um, other than that, I don't know how he tries to save his job. Now, um, maybe Andy Dalton can, can win a few games for him and make the record a little bit more respectable. I don't know that to be the case either. And so I think that, you know, ultimately we're probably going to see this whole entire thing kind of blown up. I mean, you made the case about, I mean, I saw the case about um, Ryan Pace's tenure. I mean, you're talking about one winning season and seven, two playoff appearances. Like it's just not enough Mm -hmm. for the entire regime. And so probably ultimately it's going to get blown up. The problem then becomes though, Mark, even if they blow this thing up, do you have confidence that the decision makers are in place to find the right guy in the next search? Well, and that's just it. I hope I want them to do something beyond the a coach firing because they've done that before. It's time for it's time to do something dramatic again, like they did when they fired both at, at the end of a season, both Phil Emery and Mark Trestman. It has to be that mm-hmm. type of dynamic. You know what I mean? Like like really, mm-hmm. really change things because the old way. This will now be the third coach, which has right. not worked doing it this way. Right. So no, yeah, they, they don't seem to have the the right the right recipe, the right formula in place for how to even want to go about these searches in terms of head coach, in terms of GM. It just hasn't worked out. So Emory, Mark Trestman hasn't worked. John Fox didn't work. This hasn't worked. And so you know, again, it, it's probably time to, to to pull the trigger on this whole thing. But I'm not all that confident that even if they do, they're going to make the right decisions going forward. Yeah, and that's the next chapter, man. We're all going to be putting together our lists, right? Who, who, <laughs> who are the hot candidates? <laughs> so, and, yeah, I'm uh, sure they'll search. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll cast a wide net in college and across the NFL. Yeah, and we'll see what they come up with. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know where the, where they go from here in terms of uh, what they're going to do with Matt Nagy and if if Ryan Pace gets caught up in this too. Herb, great stuff, man. Love talking to you, and uh, I am sure I will see you soon, man. Looking forward to it, Mark. Thanks for having me. You got it, as always. That is uh, Herb Howard from the Big Sports Bears beat reporter for obviously for the Chicago Bears. Been a great night um, talking to some of my brethren there. Adam Hogue, if you want to go back and check out some of the stuff on the Odyssey app and eventually on podcasts, we had uh, Adam Hogue on at six forty. Uh, Kevin Fishbane, 740, and Herb Howard just now. He started at about uh, 825 or so. So go check it out. Everybody giving some some interesting insights or delivers a little different on their thought process on, on this. Um, Brian, 
Do I have to take a commercial break, or can we, I take phone calls? I'll tell you what. If you want to take one, we got a gentleman uh-huh. calling from PA. Uh, oh. He's been he's been on the line for a while. I'm All sure right. he'd love to get in. Okay. All right. And it it, it would appear that, that this is Skillet. Skillet, you're on the score. Hey. Well, I think the big downfall started with the Pittsburgh loss. They go out there. They should have won that game. They would have won that game if the referees didn't steal it from them. And then that just hurt their confidence going into the uh, Baltimore game. I know it's kind of a crystal ball prediction, but they win that game out in Pitt. They would have beat Baltimore, and then they're still in the playoff race. We're not talking about Nagy getting fired, and it just it just put up put the team in a tailspin. Skillet. The referees they stole the game. They stole the game from them. Skiller, here's what I like about you, man. You care about wins and losses right now. And I seriously, that is fantastic. Skillet? Is that Lou Skillet? Yeah. Oh. Skillet? I'm here. Yeah. So yeah. I, I yeah. So how good for you, man. What is your secret? Well, I I grew up a Viking fan and I've watched a lot of Bears play. And I just figured sooner or later the Bears are going to start winning, and I thought it would be this year. And I'm not really giving up on them. Maybe if they run the table, they can make the playoffs. I mean, I know it's a long shot, but I'm just crossing my fingers. I mean, I mean that 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 stupid Pittsburgh game. I mean, you're really upset about that Pittsburgh game. If you ever watched a rigged football game, if you ever saw a rigged football game, it was almost like a boxing match. I, I have not been to that. I've been to a demolition derby, though. Uh, that was just a little randomness for you there, Skillet. Um, Skillet, you still there? Yeah. Skillet, are the Bears going to beat Detroit? Yeah, I, I think they'll beat Detroit. Maybe if golf gets good and hot, they could lose. But uh, they're favored. They're on the road and they're favored, so they, they should win. They should win. They just they just got to get their confidence back. It, it it had to kill them when they hurt when when Mac lost for the year. Yeah, absolutely. No no confidence. doubt about no doubt about it. Um, although Robert Quinn, man, ooh, three and a half sacks. Roquan Smith. I think Ladar. I don't know if he was ever credited with being in on one of the the sacks. I know he was. He definitely should have been. Um, Ladarius of the Max. So that's pretty cool. Skillet. It it has been a a pleasure to talk to you. I hope I hope it gets better for the Bears, my friend. I really do. Okay, we'll keep pulling for him. Thank you, Scott. All right, have a good night. Thank you. Okay, later. Okay, okay, thank you, bye. Okay, bye-bye. You know what? I I kept skilling on a little bit longer um, because I think 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 he was real. I, I don't think that's a bit. Or do you? What do you I, think? Honestly. I have I have no idea what to believe after that. Going back to the Pittsburgh game, it's rigged, it's rigged. <laughs> I I don't know what to think. I don't know. Like I I couldn't like if he was gonna do a a bit or like an act, like he would have like come at me or would have been a little I think it was a little bit better if it was a bit. Like it was a bad bit if it was a bit, because I I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and buy it. And again, I, what was his name again? Skillet. Skillet. Let's uh let's hope that Skillet calls back uh, another yes. time. Skillet, you are anytime you hear. You know what? These callers aren't just for less, okay? I like these callers as well, and that's a, just another reason I am so linked to and fortunate to be linked to the goat, and that is Les Grobstein, who I think is on tonight. I don't know. Like 
I don't know who's on anymore. I don't know. Is are Mullen Haw on tomorrow morning? I would assume that they are. I, I know the afternoon guys are. They're not on tomorrow. Unless, I thought I thought I was working with Aunt Heron tonight. So, <laughs> so maybe Aunt Heron's doing the afternoon tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I'll take out the. You know what I'll do during the break? Uh, I will find a schedule and see who is on and who is not. I don't think I am. But I should probably check for myself, too. Yeah, I, I, all I know is that I'm in with you on Black Friday. Excellent. So. Me and Rose. Oh, yes. That, that's right. Suckage. Saturday suckage Saturday, on a Friday. Yes. Uh, we will be filling in for Bernstein and, and Rahimi on that day. Now I do have to take a break, and then we will, we will wrap things up, and hopefully it will be a strong finish here on the show. I'm Mark Grody at Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Uh, we was in cover zero. Uh, quarterback ran, uh, was rolling out to the right. And, you know, it's only so many routes he can run with the quarterback running uh, to his right in the boundary. And uh, I was able to get a break on it. You know, obviously I was going for the – he threw a low a, a low liner, man. I was going for just to, to, to break the pass up. And as the ball bounced off his chest, man, it just was right place, right time, just playing football. And I was able to kind of try to gain control and spin out of it and, and, and get it to the ground. So um, it just was one of those plays, man, where Sunday was, I guess it was my day. You know what I'm saying? That is Sean Gibson of the Bears, who had his first interception of the year. And I can tell you, as the Bears sideline reporter, they don't have the turnover bucket over there anymore, okay? I I uh I am sorry. I have not seen it. I had asked about it and Al Golgotree said, No, we still got it, just haven't used it in a long time, and it was like a funny moment. And then Gibson has the pick, and then I'm, here's my I'm thinking, okay, I got my watch for the turnover bucket, and nobody came to the back of the sideline. And and check this out, Al Golgotree did come to the back of the of the sideline, and he kind of emptied out a bucket and was kind of trying to make a makeshift bucket, but he didn't come over to the bucket. It's over. The turnover bucket thing is over. You have to accept that. Man, I'm Mark Rohde just wrapping things up real quick since, you know, we didn't talk a thing about anything else other than the Bears tonight. The Bulls lost Indiana last night 109-77. to That was eerie, man. When it was 25-9, to in the first quarter or, I think, or half, it's a Monday night after a Bears loss, and and it was just this kind of like weird feel. Like the there there was like the announcers, there was no energy, and it was like, oh my god, this is awful. And it never got better. And then you had Bizarro Bulls at the end, where it was the whole bench and like names I'd never heard. You know, only that Grobber knows. So yeah. Those are my Bulls thoughts. I will uh, I will talk to you after the Bears game right here on The Score, and then I'll be on on Friday 9-12 to 12 with Steve Rosenblum in for Bernstein and Rahimi. Thank you so much for everybody who listened tonight. I appreciate you guys and gals. Thank you for calling and texting. You can follow me on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. Thanks to Adam Hogue, Kevin Fishbane, Herb Howard, and my producer tonight, Brian Callahan. Hope you all have a great night. I'm Mark Grody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 